Good day and welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther and with me is Chris, the buyer's agent. Oh, I was going to say, having trouble pronouncing your first name there, Chris. You shouldn't be, and don't forget you're the real estate agent in this podcast. Make sure you know you're doing what I'm doing, and let's do it the best we can. Oh, that sounds like a plan. So today, Chris, we we're discussing, what are we going to speak about? Apparently, we're going to be speaking about mayonnaise and two cups of coffee, which you have me bamboozled on. Bamboozled. Well, I remember basically, long story short, if you don't know, I'm going to do a summarized version, but there's much better versions out there. But one time in my mum's office, I saw this sheet of paper that had the mayonnaise jar and two cups of coffee. And basically, a professor in his class pulls out a jar, probably a bit bigger than this, and starts popping in golf balls into it and fills it up to the top with golf balls, asks the class, is it full? They say no. So then he gets some smaller rocks and then pops them in and it fills it up and he asks the class again, is it full? And they go, sorry, yes, yes it is full. Then he gets some Littler rocks, pops them in and once again it fills all the little holes and it comes up and he asks, is it full now? And they go, yes it is. And then he pulls out some sand and that fills it all up. And they all say, yes it's full now. So then he gets two cups of coffee and pulls it in. And the moral of the story is about with life or whatever it is, making sure if you fill the jar up or life up with all the small things, you won't have room for the big things. So fill up the big things first and then okay. a, stu a student asks, well, what are the two cups of coffee for? Or sometimes it's two cups, two beers. It's like, you've always got room for a cup of coffee with a mate. That's fair. That's fair. So, We've got a coffee this morning. Yeah, so that's that's the story of the two mayonnaise jar, uh, mayonnaise jar and two cups of coffee. Now, Chris, you so may wait have... Wait a second, wait a second. No, I don't get how this relates to real estate, though, my friend. This is a real estate Sydney-based podcast. A real estate, yes. So the thinking behind this is... We're starting, the, we're re relatively into the new year and people are searching for property. But the thing is, people sometimes can get too worked up about property or they don't know, they don't have the big rocks in the jar. And often I'm dealing with people that are searching for a year, almost two years. And it's because they haven't nailed down what the big rocks or the big golf balls in the jar are. Right, okay, so we're talking about defining your, your buying criteria effectively. Yep. You know, whatever they may be, and trying to, I guess, prioritise what are the big golf balls or what are the absolute massive the things you absolutely need to have versus the grain of sand, which might be, you know, I'd love to have bitumen or something outside the front. It's obviously a nice to, nice to have. You know, it reminds me of, you know, Samantha and Henry, who I had actually buying with me uh, recently, and they came to me, I've been looking for two years, and they sent through, before the meeting, they sent through um, an Excel spreadsheet. So they were proactive? Uh, yeah, they were at least detailed. <laughs> detailed. Um, and then in the criteria itself, there was, there was 300 different itemized things from you know, everything internally to sprinklers outside to where it's facing. Everything was sort of detailed down. And within that, about 100 of those criteria had... Number five against them, which was five being the most important thing. So they basically had 100 things out of 300 they thought were the most important. It wasn't surprising to me then that they'd taken two years to buy. Yeah. Now, sit down with me and sit down with they, they could have sat down with anybody really and went through that. We're able to define sort of the top four or five massive golf ball things they wanted. One of the tricky things was they wanted something sustainable home. But they, what they need to recognize is probably the house they're buying in, in anywhere Sydney. It's going to have some functions for sustainability, but we're probably going to need some upgrades, and that's end up what they've what they've end up achieving anyway. What about what other criteria 
know, we talked about sustainability as one sort of a bit left field. What are the core sort of criteria that you would see people should be breaking down? Well, I think we've spoken on the podcast before about the three pillars. So location, uh, the configuration of the property and price sort of as being the three main pillars when searching for a property. And I think the location is location is a big one. You need to really work that out. Yep. For some people, it's not. Once again, this is just a bit of a general in nature discussion because everyone is unique. Every family or buyer is unique. So I think working out the location that you want to live in is important. Also, not getting too, don't get too hung up on it being like, um, if two things, you either love the location and you've got to have it. And I think you've got a story about that, Chris. Yep. Otherwise, but just nail down where you want to be looking. And what I mean by that is not searching in 10 suburbs um, if you've been searching for six months. Really know what suburb or suburbs you want to be searching in. Yeah. So that does relate in nice. We spoke earlier on about I had a client looking Putney. All they wanted was Putney. They want a really nice house and they definitely wanted a quiet street. However, with their budget, it ended up becoming possible. We could get in Putney, get in a nice house, but we had to be on a little bit busier of a street than okay. we ideally wanted. But because we had defined what were the big things, so we defined Putney was actually almost non-negotiable. So Putney Fam was the big golf ball. Family, yeah, big golf family, friends, it worked for, for their work scenarios, their school, and they're happy with everything there. The littler, I'm not saying it's a tiny, but littler point was the, the road. And actually, the probably the while it's on a relatively busy road or a, a through road, um, once you're inside the property, the way it's been built, it's good construction, you wouldn't even know. No one would know yeah. once you're inside the property. So my question is, Chris, as a buyer's agent, because I'm often working with vendors, I do work with buyers, yep. but my main thing is obviously working with vendors. What do you think are some really good tips for individuals or couples or families to be doing to work out what are the big golf balls because yep. it's a little bit like I write songs I think all my songs are wicked amazing beautiful I hits a hundred songs and they're all amazing correct I know after a week that is not the case so what are some tips look I think the the core fundamental I think is work with somebody so if you've got a partner I'd suggest you both have a criteria list the criteria Either, either together, like work through that criteria together, or you might work through the criteria separately and then come together. Um, ideally then, I think also really relevant to go, well, what are the big golf balls? So what are the non-negotiables for each person? Because it might be different. I've had times before where one person in the, in the family really wanted a, a home office and the other person really wanted a home gym. It, it was a possible, but we started to work that through. Equally, I think you get down to the point where uh, if you're on your own, if you're buying by yourself, and a lot of time we deal with people who are you know, starting off you know, their first home or potentially later on they've been divorced or separated and so forth, and they're going through a, a buying a property, which is a massive, massive decision to go through by themselves. Again, write that criteria down, assess it yourself, but get someone else involved. You can get one of us, a real estate agent or buyer's agent, but you've probably got a broker, a mortgage broker out there, you might have a property solicitor. These individuals will be happy to sit down with you Probably it takes like 15 minutes to 30 minutes to really go through it and just double sense check what is a big golf ball and what is a grain of sand. Yeah. Well, it's you can do all the thinking you can by yourself, but it's not until you've got even just saying it to someone. They don't even have to say it, say what their opinion is. Sometimes just being able to mm. express it with the fact of someone else being there is enough for you to be like, 
oh, like sometimes you say you realize that is the most stupidest thing I've ever said. Yeah. Or that it's is actually verbalizing it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a really good, really good, easy thing to do. I think you know you have people when they're looking at this. Sometimes we have people looking at uh, north, south, east, west as a as a big factor when they're looking to buy. Yep. Now, but I don't think that's I'm not saying it's not important. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, on that, for example, because I do get a lot of people being like, we need to have it north, we need to have it west. I want you to think about all the houses, homes, properties you've lived in as a tenant uh, or you're an owner-occupier or your parents. Over your lifetime, basically. Yeah. Where do you live your whole what, life? What, once you're in that home, like there's so many things that wouldn't make it a perfect home, but you've still made perfect, amazing memories yep. in that home, hopefully. So I think... True. The direction orientation is, I think people need to bring that down to probably not as big as golf ball, uh, maybe a smaller yeah. one in the jar. Might have some people lashing out getting the pitchforks now, but that's generally my opinion. Well, I think it comes about it. It's just assessing it. Like if it's a big golf ball for you, it probably means you're going to forego something else, but also recognizing that it may not be the be all and end all. How much time are you going to spend at that home? Look, if you're out and about working all week, your family's out on the weekends, you're people who would like to get out and about and be active. Well, in the end, a property that's facing maybe west than it was ideally facing east may or may, may not be the be-all and end-all things. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough on the criteria and the mayonnaise and two cups of coffee. Yeah, mayonnaise jar and two mayonnaise cups jar, of coffee. Sorry. Otherwise, we're dealing with a lot of that. <laughs> I was actually confused the other thing about it was mayonnaise, and that really threw me. Yeah. Um, so three quick questions. So this is a time of where we get together and talk through or have an opportunity to ask each other three questions each. Yep, the first, first two are sort of property related yep. and we do a little bit of justification on the first because we want to make sure people don't take this out of context. Yep. But as Makes we get sensible. to question two and question three, especially question three, there's... um. There's definitely no defense. There's, yeah, question well, three, there, there's... I'm, yeah. I'm not perfect at that. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, I'm not getting started. You are getting I've started. I've got question one. Go for it. What is your favourite golf ball, big item, big item to look for with a client? Favourite golf ball thing to look for with a client? Jeez, I probably have to say the aspect of the property. So where I love looking at properties and getting surprised about what they're actually looking out onto. Okay, nice. Um, you can find, quite often find some hidden joys and nuggets when you when you get into a property and go, oh, actually, look at all that takes into. Um, I think I'd say that value add or something above and beyond the, the bricks and mortar of the property. I like it. I like it. Uh, for you, my friend, um, what's something that buyers always ask you when they come to inspections that uh, you think is a bit null and void? Oh. Um, a bit meh. Not null and void, a bit meh. A bit of oh, a yeah. typical question. Why is the owner selling? Why is the owner selling? Okay. Okay. And just so people think that might be a legitimate question, even as an agent, if it's something personal, we're not. Dis I'm not going to disclose the deeply personal reason why they no. might actually be selling. Um, the so thing I would say is the agent, as a buyer's agent, we're going off tangent. Agents quite often do re re reveal that to a buyer's agent, and or at least more so than what yep. they would have bought. Anyway, let's keep going. Question three. Uh, what is your favorite day of the week to search for a property besides a Saturday? A Wednesday. Wednesday. Don't have to justify it, but yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday straight okay. comes to mind. What is the, when you've had buyers come in, 
right? Again, I'm thinking the same sort of thing. You can see what's the weirdest criteria they've they've ever mentioned to you as what they would like in a property. Oh, do you know you've you kind of stumped me. Um, how, how many light switches there are? How many light switches are there? Okay, cool. That's yep. all right. Yeah, I didn't know where I was going to go. We don't we don't prompt each other here, so we don't know what's going to be asked. Yeah, and sometimes trying to be like, oh, where's the where's the answer? Um, question five: How much did you miss me over the Chrissy break? Oh, you you, you messaged a bit. I'd say quite a bit. Oh, feel appreciated. Uh, mine's a bit bit different to that one. Not sporting as you know, not a sport. But an exercise, what is your, if you had to do one exercise, what is your favorite exercise to, to hit up? Ooh, I am going to the gym, but I'd say cycling. Cycling, but. nice. Well, very good, but that brings us to a close of today's uh, jar of mayonnaise and two cups of coffee. As we always say, our advice is general in nature. Please speak to the experts in the field or out there, or feel free to reach out to us and we can have a bit more of a, a catch up at any point in time. Yep. Otherwise, yeah, have a fantastic uh, week, day, life, and uh, we'll catch you next week. All the best out there.